What are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? What is life? Well, wait. Hello? Is it, is it working? Can he even pick you up? Really? Oh, yeah. Maybe if I talk directly and... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, let's see. Any news? Uh, no, nothing has happened for an entire week. There's zero... Nothing thing. has happened, though. The only thing, Mike, that I thought of this week to talk about was something that we touched on last week, and that, that's Parlor, because Parlor is now completely gone. It's been erased from the, the face I of the earth. I thought it was gone last week. Well, it was. And they deleted it. Well, see, they they like took it down. They they took it offline. So they completely closed the the app completely now. Yeah. So last week, but now uh, Amazon has booted them from their server bank, and no other company would take them up. Yeah. It's like they're they're not just shadow banned; they're perma banned essentially from yeah. life. You hate to see it. Yeah. So uh, that's a a real example of big tech censorship. They'll probably make another one though. Maybe not Parlor, but another site like that. Well, there are a bunch of other ones that are real small. Parlor was just uh, taking off because it was being vaunted as the Twitter alternative yeah. that was not moderated. But it's my understanding that all of those other little sites are also being quote-unquote persecuted, mm. I guess you could say. Free speech as a whole is being suppressed at the moment. Yes, but yeah. our podcast will exist. That's right. Uh, if you, now, want if you see the little flag... <laughs> On our podcast, then uh, you know we've been shut down too. The only thing they could do to us is take us down. Yeah. That's the only that's... threat we have. There's nothing else. <laughs> so far. So far. What else could they do? We don't get paid. We, we don't we're get not, paid. We don't do advertisement. We, we don't, don't make money a dox for this. Us. Wait, what? Doxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that actually what? happened to my aunt here recently. Uh, she lives in Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, and somebody doxed a bunch of Trump supporters or just conservatives in general, because someone got a hold of the conservative voter rolls, yeah. and they leaked all that information online. And, and it was sort of a unspoken but heavily emphasized, like, go do something to these people. Mm-hmm. And so they, they got all their landscaping ripped out Damn. and vandalized. So it's like, they, they don't like it in Georgia anymore. I, mean, I don't like it anywhere, so. Right, but I think that's going to happen more and more. You'll see, well, the voter rolls are technically public information. Yeah. But all it takes is somebody to be angry and release it with that promotion of violence, essentially. Which is the same thing they're accusing Trump of. But So you think people are going to hunt us down while we're doing the podcast live? It could happen in the future. This will be, this will be like a, a walking, walking Dead episode. That's right. At that point. <laughs> you just hear somebody banging on just, the door just in the background. Machetes and things just surviving. You'll hear it in the background. That's all it is. You're like the, the zombies. <laughs> Round one. <laughs> oh, no. There you go. That would be perfect. They're coming through the windows. Where <laughs> are the boards? <laughs> but, no, I think we're a ways from that. But if you... I mean, we're already seeing it starting to happen to other people. And there's a strong purse, uh, push, push, push. Um, to do things to conservatives, to, to sort of poke them and kick them while they're down. Well, yeah. The only thing that was really protecting conservatives from that kind of movement was Trump. They were Ye- kind of afraid of him, and now that they've got him from his pedestal, they're just going to kick us while we're down. Let's go. I like it. Yeah. It's okay to be the underdogs. It's better not to uh, reciprocate that kind of treatment, though. Yes. Yes. I think that's what they're wanting. They're wanting to poke us 
as much as possible so that we'll retaliate, well, yeah. and then they can do more to us. That's what they did at the Capitol, so. Yeah, that's that cycle of violence. It, it just do it. goes up and up and up. Told you. Yeah, they have the media, so they, they, kinda, do. they have the advantage. Yeah, because all it takes, situation. really, it, it does, it's not even, you know, they'll poke a bunch of conservatives, but if just one lashes out, they'll use that as proof that you know, conservatives yeah. are violent. Let's go. Let's do it. So, it's... I don't know what you can do if they control what the people see. And, you know, you want to be able to stand up for yourself and say, hey, look, we don't condone condone the violence. We don't support that kind of action. We're trying to do everything we can within the law and be defensive about it and be passive about it. And yet they keep poking us. They don't show the poking on the media. They just show the retaliation. Yeah. That's what they do. They silence one side. No. So. And I I have a feeling we'll see also some yellow journalism crop up in the future because so many conservatives aren't reacting. They're sitting there doing our command to turn the other cheek. Yeah. You know, uh, that I think you're going to start seeing them maybe recruit some Antifa guys and put on MAGA hats and Trump Mm. flags and go do something. That's a smart play. It is. I mean, that's... It's worldly wise in that situation because it will net them the result they want. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's unfortunate that they would stoop to that level. They haven't done it yet, but they could. I mean, hey, what are you going to do? I don't know. Go play some softball. <laughs> yeah, just ignore it completely. Exactly. That would destroy the media if you completely ignored them. You didn't tune in on them. TV. You didn't look at their pages online. I mean, yeah, if everybody did that, but. But if you just have one side to it, it won't really People do are, anything. People are way too connected today, and they, they crave information. So, yeah, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, they do that, and they, like, crave attention. Yeah. So. And that's, again, it goes back to why they do increasingly more shocking stories and things that, you know, nobody really wants to read, but they will read it because it's shocking. Like, oh, wow, this gruesome murder, or, oh, man, that, you know, this thing happened over here, somebody stole all of this stuff. They're constantly pushing those stories because it sells. Yeah. But, and if you get everybody worried first, then it sells even more. So it's a two-by-two. Two. Fear-mongering. Yeah. That's how you do it. Isn't That's it why we need a news station. Let's do it. That's right. It's MSG News. MSG News. That's a good name. See, I, I wouldn't want that kind of responsibility. Because one, we'd be attacked into the ground if we actually started down that path and then gained traction. Oh yeah, we start to we do it on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is not the so best platform, but it's it. better. Yes, yeah, do would it be a good free. Spot. That's how we do it. It would be interesting, but you know we don't have reporters. We can't go in you. get our own facts. Mean you. It's like we'll fly down. We'll get all our news from week. CNN <laughs> and then twist it to our own. Hey, is that a perfect play? I like <laughs> it. Well, it, and you almost could do that because you could. Notice that most things that CNN produces or they display are already twisted. So you yeah. can just tone it back, and you're probably closer to the truth that way anyway. Yeah. But just for my own peace of mind, I'd want to collect the facts myself and then go, okay, this is really what's going on. We'll do on. Texas news. Yeah. <laughs> well, Texas is one of the last safeguards. We don't really have a lot of news going on No. generally in Texas. Well, there's always stuff going on, I mean, but you yeah. just don't hear about it. Because national Not news as much. Not takes as much. over. Yeah, other states have more infor- more uh, newsworthy stuff usually. Yeah. So, I'm a real big fan of um, 
Sky News Australia, which right now is being labeled as alt-right, as every even lightly conservative-leaning station is. Um, But I like them just for the fact that it's an outsider's perspective. Like, they're not sitting here embroiled in the conflict of America. They're looking at it. And they've got reporters over here, and they're they're just taking a completely third-party view at it. And, you know, they say some things that I don't necessarily like, but I, I trust it more than anything that's here. Yeah. I don't believe they've bought, you know, conservatives or liberals have bought out Sky News Australia. Yeah. So, mm, I like them. Yeah. What, do you, what, the, what do you have to be at, like, 3 a.m. to watch it? Or do you... No, they post to YouTube. Okay. It's like, I don't think they have it on TV over here. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I will pull up their stuff just to see what they're saying on current events and that's about the only news i'll watch there's a couple of those new conservative um news sites that have cropped up on youtube that yeah. are okay it's just i have a feeling that is a response to the the twisting of the left on media i think that's a similar twist to the right yeah and that's it's kind of the pushback movement yeah. it's like I can I can see that they twist things in the other direction and that's not beneficial let's just stop watching our own news yeah, we make the news and then we watch it and then we're good. The American, our country that makes news is just ass at making it usually. Yeah, cause it just goes back to so how much just money watch can we everybody make? else make news about us. Yeah, that's I think that's fine. So. <laughs> Let's see what Russia's saying about us. It's probably nothing good. Or, or Europe. That's also probably nothing good. I'll take it. the The world <laughs> hates us at the moment, and they also hate Australia. <laughs> The last two bastions of anything I see, good. I want to go to Australia. I do too. I think Out of everywhere cool. in the world, I think that's where I would like to go. I would like to visit there. I would. Do, I think that would be cool. A cool trip to do, yeah. just to go and see the sights and go visit some Aussies. Aussies. Yeah. I would love to do like a like a nature walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like spending a week walking through there. Go get eaten camping by some out dingoes. there. Hell yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. That would be cool. I'd, you know, just find you a good guide and have him fly you everywhere. Yeah. That'd be neat. Do I'll it. Do it. I'll do that. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to live there, but you can't immigrate without a, a degree. I think well, you yeah. can have a bachelor's degree. I don't know if I would move that. I mean, I guess. I guess. Maybe if I liked it when <laughs> if I went If it got there. too bad over here. If it got too bad, then yeah, let's... <laughs> we'll live in the mountains where nobody lives. There you go. Dig in. Mine in the mountains like a Minecraft game. <laughs> do they have mountains in Australia? Yeah, they have like... Big hills. I'm sure they got mountains. It's close enough. A big hill and... Largest fields. I'm sure they got some mountains out there. Probably, maybe one big. Mountain I'm, I'm pretty sure they got mountains big enough for us to live in. That's true. Yeah, and I'll take. We're it. safe. If not, they got those some of those big trees. Yeah, just hollow. We'll out do, a do bit. So some treehouse type stuff. There you go. <laughs> Have a little elevator that goes up the middle. That might like be a pretty good really thing. Trick it out. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's our our next move. Yep, we'll take the whiteboard with us. Yes. Oh yeah, we got a whiteboard now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Everybody look at it and appreciate it. Yes, in all its glory. <laughs> that, and soon well, we'll put something on the whiteboard. And, hey, man, you're free to write whatever you want. <laughs> it won't do any good. Yeah, it will. What do you mean? Well, right now, I mean, well, I don't have anything to say. And they can't see it. Well, that's not the point. The point is not for the people to see it. It's for us to that's see true. it. That's true. To write ideas on it. It's okay. our, our... Put something there. We need a name for it, like our thinking... Thinking pad. Thinking pad. Yes, the thinking pad. What are you? Really? That's so insightful. That's not even. 
You wrote hi. Yeah. Hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the MSG Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we never introduced it. It doesn't matter. They know yeah. what we're doing. People here. know who we are at this point. I know. We're, we're all secretly already dead. Mm-hmm. This is purgatory. <laughs> don't you know it. <laughs> I want to I wanna disagree. Maybe it is. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Maybe but, you know. Maybe we were already died. I That's what deja vu it. is. Yeah, yeah, you you remember you your remember the life. way you died. You know what they say? Uh, there, I heard some people. This was a long time ago when I was young, but they said, "Do you have a birth or do you have a birthmark?" Not that I know of, but okay. I probably do. I, I have a birthmark, but they say your birthmark is where you died last. So <laughs> like where your birthmark is, that's like where you got shot or whatever. So if you had one on like the bottom of your foot, maybe you stepped on something poisonous and died. <laughs> I went below my chin. Hmm. So I don't know. So someone stabbed you. Yeah, that's that's just a theory. Obviously, there's lots of theories out there. Lots of theories. You just never know which ones. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> that's just a game theory. Oh yes, a game theory. Oh yeah. Uh, you gonna get the new COD? Eventually. Speaking of games, it's, it's probably gonna be like three years later. And bro, like, hey, it's I'm not even sale. gonna play that in three years. Probably not. It'll be old and gray by that. It's period. not even good enough. So really? It's only good for the zombies. That's kind of what I've heard. It's like the multiplayer is not that great. And it's never been good. It's been so long since COD's been worth Actually it. good, yeah. So, but zombies usually is pretty decent for the most part. But I'll I'll pick it up. I want it in physical form. That's that's my big thing about games. And I haven't been to a GameStop in years. <laughs> They're dying off. GameStops are dying off. Their stock recently surged, which I... I only read the headline. I didn't actually look at the article, but that's surprising to me because they were on the downward spiral for so long. Yeah. Like, what did they do that made them surge? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're still going. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Say like maybe like twenty or thirty years, they'll be gone. Maybe they're getting it's rid probably of. Probably going to be quicker than that, but maybe quicker. Yeah. They're getting rid of physical forms. Yeah. All digital now, so uh, that saddens me to a level that I can't even express. I mean, it saddens me because it takes out job opportunities, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always that, but just for the fact... How would I express it? Like, there's the argument that, you know, physical games are actually yours as opposed to digital games, which really aren't. You pay for them, but you're paying for a license to use them. Mm-hmm. They can be revoked at any time. If you, if you happen to look at the terms of service that you have to agree to to purchase a digital game. And that's happened quite a bit, you know, where someone purchases something, but then their rights to play it are not protected. Yeah. They can be booted from that service. Yeah. That's never happened to me, but... Sort of like with Netflix, you know, you pay for your subscription and you have your favorite show on there, but it doesn't stick around forever. Yeah. They just sort of rotate it off. You gotta get one of those, um... What are they called? It's like one of those networks where you can put your location in other parts of the country so you unlock regional yeah, yeah, shows yeah. for Netflix like a VPN, the VPNs, VPNs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. But That's actually kind of smart. You can game the system a little bit. That's how you do it, yeah. I need to get one of those, but yeah. Yeah, they took they had, they took Netflix, or they took uh, The Office off of Netflix. Yeah, that was like their biggest show. Yeah. That was the one thing that people streamed the most. My, my uh, marathon of the show is gone now. Yeah, where did it go? Was it Hulu? It is... Or... I forgot what it is. Not Pear. Some weird site that just 
recently opened up. I forgot. Huh. I don't know. They're but, hoping that carries with it a lot of those customers, I guess. Yeah, it's some other app streaming service. I think Friends went on there too, but I didn't like Friends. But no, I've watched through that. Dude, I had a marathon going ever since I started watching The Office. I've seen it like seven at times now. Mm-hmm. Full it's a good throughs. show to binge watch. So now I can't really. <laughs> you can't ever go back. I can't go back. I could always buy the physical forms. But... You could. And then you own it. And you can yeah. watch it whenever you want. But it was so much easier on Netflix. It was. <laughs> you just push a couple buttons and you're watching so, it. And it just keeps what? going. Yeah. I no, cry. It's, it's easy. The The digital format is very easy. Um, but yeah, I... I just don't like it because I like having all the games I like on a little pile. I know they take up space, but yeah. I can pick it up and put it in and play it whenever well, I want. physical forms have uh, more value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You could even sell them later on if you wanted or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, there's, there's a handful of games out there that you cannot play unless you have a physical copy because you can't find it digitally at all. Yeah, It's usually a lot of older games, especially older like e. Nintendo games because... They don't support emulation. In fact, they've recently attacked it with you know, vitriolic <laughs> yeah. fervor. They've just been like ripping all the, the old ROMs and the players offline. So there's a lot of their games you cannot play unless you have the cartridge and the mm. old system. That's weird. Yeah, it's wait, wait, all the Mario games or uh, there's some. In fact, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, you used to not be able to play unless you had a GameCube. Yeah, because there was no official. They, they remastered that though, but they did, yes, yeah, with like two others. And that's now you know now you can play it, but again, they they offer it digital and physical, but it's a limited time offer. So, mm. in fact, I think uh, was it the end of 2020 was it when they cut it off. Of the digital form or the physical form? Both. They oh, might oh not they stopped it. selling they, they it. They were gonna do it for one year. You could buy it digital and physical. And then what? It's completely gone. It's completely gone. Dang. So it's like, yeah, they're greedy much. <laughs> that's interesting because it pushes you to, to yeah. get it if you want well, it. Well, that's the Disney strategy. I'm not sure if you remember back in the day, but they had the Disney vault. Oh, uh, yeah. The little announcer guy would always say, get your copy now before it's locked away forever in the Disney vault. Yeah, but that doesn't even, that's not a thing anymore. It kind of is. Most of those old films and stuff are still... Like, they're back on, like, Disney+. Plus and, and that's where they brought it. Yeah. Uh, but you have to go to their platform. Because yeah. they hardly ever sell them physically anymore. But yeah. that was the only way to get your hands on a copy, is you had to order it from them, and it was only a, available for a couple months. So the, yeah. They could really push a bunch of orders. They never got me on that. No, they didn't get me I was either. A fan I was too young. I was so. too young. <laughs> I was a, the, a working man at that time. That's right. I wasn't <laughs> thirsting for that copy of Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> on VHS, <laughs> I think I think my grandma has the VHS version of Bambi. We had a couple of the VHSs, but like, because they would do that big thing, and then a couple copies would always end up at the store anyway. So it's like, if you yeah. really wanted it, you could get it there. The only VHSs uh, movies I like are the Scooby Doo ones. Yeah, like the Scooby Doo Alien Invasion one and Dude, those Zombie Island good. on those VHS. Those are the classics. Those are the only ones I want. I have like two of those, but yeah. Yeah, I I would definitely not want to invest in a VHS collection just because they take up ten times the space. Yeah, just put it in your attic. <laughs> have a little uh, have a little ladder so you can get up to your collection. You That'd be a good spot. They probably degrade though too because it's the tape based. 
I guess as long as you keep them cool. Yeah. Attics are not generally cool. Put an air conditioner up there. (laughs) Easy. Like 10 of those window mounted (laughs) ACs all over your roof. There you go. Be loud as hell. Keeps it negative ten. It'd be like up. You just your float your house will just start <laughs> floating up with how many air conditioners you <laughs> just like a giant fan. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it's it. It's time. Oh yeah. Let's well, go down to the bargain basement it. and get all the VHSs we can get. We don't have basements on. here. The bargain attic. And, <laughs> and we can't go take any from Blockbuster since they've been gone for very Isn't long. there like a Blockbuster? Is there just one? There's one left. Where is it? Do you know? used to know it's probably like ohio or something something random where people don't go they've really embraced their status as the last blockbuster though like they sell merchandise like blockbuster stuff and hats that's probably that's a smart idea though yeah so people come from all over just to visit it and get those old world vibes yeah i wonder if they make enough money now to keep that single one open probably if if you're the only one i'm sure the people that come in for it would support it yeah it's interesting. Just, I remember the one that we used to have in Casa View. It was right there at the corner. And that was the one we went to. There used to be a blockbuster down the road. Really? From, from where we are right now, yeah. Yeah. I, I went there when I was a little kid. So It was a good one. Yeah. Did you go to that one? I think I, I might have. Because there's a Domino's down there. And, it would base, and there's like a, a general hospital. And it was in front of the General Hospital, across from the Domino's. Maybe I didn't go to that one. I think I've seen, I so, saw that one at the time. But that's gone. Yeah, they're all, all gone. But one. Faded into, it's into got memory. Thanos snapped. It's gone. <laughs> so I don't even know when that one closed down. I just know I went to it as a little kid. So, but Yeah, that was a sad ordeal. I remember when ours closed down, they had like a blockbuster sale. Where it's like you could go and actually buy the things. Yeah, the... Yeah, I think most of them did that because they needed. Yeah, they needed that last bit of revenue. Revenue, but speaking of what we were talking about earlier, Mario, I bought a, a Switch. Oh, did you? Yeah. All right. Bought a new console. Good for so, you, man. Have you been enjoying it? Oh uh, yeah, I bought it because I wanted to get the Super Mario Sunshine. Okay, I think it is still available. I, I was probably yeah. wrong. I, I got it. I bought okay. it. So, good, good, yeah. Good. So. Speaking of that, because that's the only Mario game I like. Other than, like, I don't think, well, Super Smash Bros. doesn't really count as a Mario game. Yeah, kind of. It's got everybody in it, yeah, so it I don't count it's that. It's an everything but, game. But, uh, I like Sunshine the most over any of the other ones. I like um, that one, too. That was the one I grew up with. Yeah. Everybody kind of... I didn't grow up. Like, I played it a little as a kid, and I loved it, and I never got to fully play like, it. On it. Yeah. But I liked it so much, so. But I played a bunch of, like, Mario Kart yeah, Mario Kart, like the Double Dash, was my yeah. childhood one. That and, like, Mario Party, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, man, those are childhood memories. <laughs> Did you ever play the, uh, what is it, the N64 Mario? Like, the original Mario? Not as a, well, once as a kid, I think. I never I, played it. I had a friend that had an N64, and occasionally we would play that, but that's a very fuzzy memory. Yeah. I never played it, so I don't know. Yeah. Just curious to see. Yeah, my, I grew up with the GameCube primarily. I had a, a friend that had one when it was brand new, and I was enamored with it. And then that was also the time when they had GameCubes in every uh, McDonald's. Oh, dude, that was amazing. Like I started when they, they were taking the N64s out of McDonald's, so they still had some, yeah. but it was mostly transitioning to the GameCubes, yeah. and that was... I loved it. I loved it when they had those games in McDonald's. 
Chick-fil-A plays. Back when McDonald's that really was, was something. Yeah, that's really when it popped off. They had ball pits and they had video games. And, you know, that was, like, you go eat your chicken nuggets and then, like, you eat them as fast as possible so you can go play. Yeah. We used to play, like, a, like kind of like tag in the uh, in ball like pit the, play yeah. area. Yeah. Because you have all the tunnels leading on, like, three different stories. And be so stressful being chased, <laughs> crawling through those tunnel systems. Skinning your knees on the plastic. You, you just, we would always go, and it would always be just like us. There would be nobody else there. Mm-hmm. So it just be a, like six or seven of us, and you would always hear us like screaming, He's coming up! Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dude, that's uh, the past. I want, to, I want to remake that. Yeah, going like back to the huge mcdonald's for adults yeah dude like just and make have the a size a little bit bigger so the tunnels would be there. bigger for for uh adults and then you have a ball pit and all that mm. let's do it that'd be that'd be a project well did i tell you that uh you're collecting them i know yeah yeah i forgot about it. i told you <laughs> i tell you just have you found it. any more of those no i've still got the same three colors okay I need to make like a little display. They're out there. They're right so there. hard to find. Like they must have, have just collected them and melted them down or recycled them or put them in a landfill. <laughs> They're plastic. They didn't melt them down. Yeah, that would have been stupid. Would have been weird. But like I could see them putting them in a landfill somewhere. Probably did. On them, make them real flat. Most likely they did. You just got to find the landfill then. <laughs> yeah. Resurrect <laughs> them from beyond just the Just hire area. a plane. Go private plane. Find all the little balls. And scan the entire planet. I know that's a really stupid thing to collect, but you gotta find something to collect that's really hard to find. Yeah. So that's, that makes that's my thing. I don't really have a collection of my own, so you, you gotta find that that thing that's for you. That thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. You know what I've started doing? Okay, I'm not collecting these. I guess you could say I'm collecting these, but not for like value or whatever. Just gonna like it. Um, I'm starting to collect or buy, should I say, um, weapons. Weapons like uh, not not guns, but like all handmade weapons. So like, I'm going through like Persian swords. Oh, that's cool. Some nunchucks in the future, all sorts of things. Hmm. So, yeah, dude, man, if you look on Etsy, you'll you'll find like a whole collection of things that people want. Like a medieval sword. Yeah, they they got it all. I want to get a place and just like hang them on the walls all over the place. Then like have your, your fireplace and like it's all over the walls. <laughs> you get your big easy chair, smoking a pipe. Yeah. Like, I just want to be all over the place. And then it's when it breaks in, boom! You got a weapon. Every well, of course they also have a weapon then. Yeah, but they don't know what I can do with my weapon. So <laughs> that's right. You just grab your mace, and that, it doesn't <laughs> matter what they grab. That would. That's what I want to do. I want to. I want to get each type of those weapons. Like oh, I know there's like hundreds of those mm-hmm. things. I just want to get a bunch of them. That would be cool. And I want to learn how to use most of them. That, oh, man. I tried doing nunchucks, and I I don't know how people do it. <laughs> those are a struggle. Oh, I, I don't know how people do it. It's insane. They they taught us how to use those, but I never got good enough with them. I have them a to... practice one. like They're like um, foam ones for mm-hmm. practice. I just... I don't even know where to start with those, dude. Like, what do you got? What do you got? You got to like meditate like for two hours before you do it, no. and then you just have the skill. No, that's not how it works at all. <laughs> don't know how to do them at all. I could show you one thing so that you could strike with them, but that's about all I, I mean, know. You just hold it behind you and just that's one jack. of them. that's one of them. So yeah, you just, gotta you gotta have it rigid essentially before you swing it. You gotta give it a good pull or whatever. And you whack. You whack them in the face. The the biggest thing about it is. Whenever you're finished with a strike, is like returning it. it yeah, to you gotta hold your it. Arm. I can't catch it with my arm or anything. 
there there is a little skill to that. I'd have to remember how to do it, but that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Once you figure that out, then you can you know swing it around as much as possible. You, you but you can always return it to that spot. Yeah, and I I can't do that. Okay. We'll teach you. <laughs> teach me. We'll turn this into. I want to get. I want to get all. I want to get the. You know, the four weapons that the Ninja Turtles had. Mm-hmm. You know, the the samurai sword, the staff, the nunchucks, and then whatever. the screaming sticks. Yeah, the Raphael's. Yeah. Thingies, and then yeah, I want to get all those. And I get a bunch more. I was and looking to wield them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. I was looking at it, and they had this uh, like a backpack or like a chest piece or whatever, where you put your your two samurai swords in, like uh, Leonardo does in the mm-hmm. show. And I was like, yeah, if I get two swords like that, those are really hard to draw. It is. I'm possible. sure they are. You got. I'm not. I'm not tall. I don't have you long have to, arms, so it'd be really a lot more up. difficult. So. Well, even if you did have long arms, it's, it's still not easy. But yeah, it it works. It's yeah. possible. And then I have like two do- or like a dozen or two dozen throwing knives that I still need to practice with. So, yeah, throwing knives are—they're not that bad. I don't have throwing stars. I need to get throwing stars. Yeah, throwing stars would probably be much easier. So, as long as you're not stabbing your own hands, you can handle them. Well, don't they have—they have the little hole in between? Yeah. So you can. So I probably just spin it and then throw it. So. Yeah. But. Yeah, I want to, dude. I was looking. I want to get a baseball bat and put nails in them. <laughs> there like, you go. Hand, you know, style. Yeah, like those those types of things. Or put I don't know, put something in it. But. Yeah, I want to do all that. I want to get a shield. A shield. Or maybe yeah. different types of shields. So Short sword and a shield. There you go. It's your best combo. Yeah. You can go like over the top with the sword. <laughs> Stab. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at it. They have like uh, Lord of the Rings weapons, like remakes and replicas and all that. So that's yeah. what I'm doing. Just make sure if you're going for a sword, get something that's high quality because... I remember Dude, I got not sword. My buddy man. was showing me uh, a website where they had like just tons of medieval swords, and they were like six hundred bucks. I was like, "What do you think I'm doing, man?" Well, see, that, those are the good oh, ones, though. It's like that. Well, they, that would have to be later than if I'm going to yeah. do that. So, I just spent sixty bucks on this really cool staff sword. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a it's I'll like a staff, and it has two like. Oh, two like, blades on the end. Blades on the so end. Spin it around. But it's a two part. You can disconnect it to make it like two knives, and then you huh. put it together and it makes like one big staff. That's pretty cool. So yeah, I got that. So there's a lot of stuff from uh, Cold Steel that's decent quality for the price. Yeah, they do a lot of training weapons, so they're all the the injected plastic stuff, which you know, plastic weapons don't sound. Well, I want them to look but, good. Mm-hmm. But also be like real steel and all that, like actually can do stuff. Yeah, I don't want plat or like foam, right? Thingies no, that are stuff is just you know like for like a role play people or whatever. Or they're all foam and all that. Yeah, it's like I don't want thing. that. I want yeah. real stuff that actually hurts. So, no, I agree with you. That's my game plan. I I remember when when I was little, I really wanted a sword. Like I I really wanted one. My dad wouldn't get me one, and so I. I was like, I was thinking, there's got to be an opportunity. And we had a tree in the backyard die. And so my dad said, okay, son, if you chop down that tree, I'll buy you a sword. Any sword you want. And he gave me a little catalog. And so I chopped down the tree. And he's like, okay, pick it up. I was like, oh, boy. So I poured over that thing, and I picked up a, a King Arthur Excalibur replica. Ooh. I was super excited about it. But the catalog he gave me was full of really cheap <laughs> junk. It makes sense. So I got it, and I swung it. And hit something once, and it bent the tang. Oh. <laughs> it's like this stinks. 
I guess, I guess, yeah. So ever after, I was like, if I want to get something, I'm going to get something good. Yeah. That I know actually would work. That's what we need to do. I want to get all sorts of, like, knives, um, all, all that. Yeah. Maybe then after I get some, like, cool armor-based weapon, like, armors. Mm-hmm. So. Layer up. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I think it's cool. And then the apocalypse come, boom. Then you're prepared. Yeah. When ammo dries up, you, you don't need ammo. Exactly. I'll, that's what I want to do. Out of all the weapons, I want to get really good with throwing knives. Yeah. So, since they're ranged-based. Well, dude, can be let used. me know when you want to train, because I... I mean, I got this whole backyard. I can... Yeah, you can just... I got to get... Well, I don't know if I'll get, like, targets or just, like, logs. Yeah, you like, probably want to get a... You can do logs. I might just get logs. Do it end in towards yeah, yeah. you. Um, yeah. Because I, I would like to get into that as well. Again. Dude, let's do it. I would be down. I got... I used to be really good at throwing axes. That was my throwing thing. Axe? Yeah, I do want to get those. Like tomahawks, throwing mm-hmm. axes type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we I used to one. practice every winter. We had winter camp, and we had a Native American village, and I always worked in the village, and we had a tomahawk range, and so we'd, we'd just go up there all the time. They have practice. they have a throwing, like, tomahawk spots where you can practice tomahawks for fun. Do they? Yeah, like throwing axes locations. Kind of like true. where you do skeet shooting and stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're at those spots. They're different spots. You have to look it up, but we there should be some out. in Texas, no more than, like, an hour away. Yeah, I, I really and miss you, that. And you shouldn't have to bring your own. They, I think they have they a, have a set, and you spend an hour doing whatever. So Interesting. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Going, man, I missed that. That and putt-putt. Putt-putt? Yeah. 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 Putt-putt is... Yeah. That's true. That's what... Yeah. Let's go putt-putting. We'll just take a day off of work sometime, and we'll go throw exactly. axes and do putt-putt. Okay, there we go. That's how you do it. We'll, we'll use the throwing axes as many putters. That's right, and then throw it. And then <laughs> hit the ball. Hit the ball, there you go. Yeah, dude. And then I got to get like a, a weapon, like weapon sharpening Thing. stuff. Yeah. Like the, the rocks, right? Stones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we'll I want to do. Get it out before the end of the year. I don't know at the end of the year I would have that much. You never know. I may have up to 10 weapons by the end of the year. So. It, it would be good, like, whenever you get a weapon, to train in it at least enough so that you could defend yourself with I it have before like you get to the next one. three or four weapons, so. so I have, like. catching up to do. I have a weird, uh, it's not even, like, a sword. I don't know how to explain it. It's not a samurai sword, and it's not a knight sword. It's some, I would call it, like, a modern-day sword. Hmm. It's weird to explain. And then I have those throwing eyes, and then I have this weird machete type thing. It's, like, bent and oh, curved. Kukri. Yeah, I think yeah. it's for like chopping down like tall grass. Yeah, it's probably like for grains and grass. But they do. But use it's not even weapons. that sharp. And that bo- if you hit, it's heavy. So, so you bah. hit that, you will still chop a leg off. You'll go deep in this like little <laughs> leg. It doesn't really need to be that sharp. But wow. Yeah, I have those. So yeah, cookeries are pretty devastating. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh, dude! I want to get a like a, a crossbow. Mm-hmm. I want to get a normal bow and get good with that. But I want to get like a, a crossbow as well. That'd be cool. Those are not as... Ooh. They've been over-glorified, I think. They're cool, and they're easier to use. I feel like they'd be more like a one-shot, and then you're kind of done with it. Yeah. If you're in a fight. They take so long take to reload. So it's like... Yeah. But if you get good aim, then I wouldn't worry about reloading. I just worry about the one-shot. Yeah, they're they're much easier to use than a bow, but yeah, the, the reloading is... Yeah, but if you get good with a bow, too, bows would be so much quicker. Yeah. So... I will never be able to get good with a bow because I'm cross-eyed dominant, but... 
I've had friends that were incredibly good. I knew one person, and they went to the school we went to. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> they went to the school we went to, and they mm-hmm. uh, they do, like, professional. Really? Like, uh, you know, like, those tournaments with crossbows yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. So, yeah. Huh. I mean, I don't really know them. I just right. know they went they, to our school. Interesting. Um, That's cool. So, yeah. There's always that one person. That always one really person. Knows. But it's just like, yeah. We'll get them for our, our apocalypse team. Exactly. I can shoot people with arrows. <laughs> that would be cool, though. Because, like, you make a bunch of stuff. You could make your own weapon. Well, maybe not, not all those weapons, but you could come up with new concepts. If I had to. I got the switch axe thing. The, Dude, the I was axe. telling people for that. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm telling you, if you if you could figure out how to put a tiny like small engine on it. and actually make it a full like spinning blade, that That'd thing would cool. freak people out. Oh yeah, especially if it was if it was like loud like an engine or decently loud. <laughs> Nobody will mess with you. No, it's like you wouldn't even have to be good at it. You just you click it man. open and it, then turn it just, on. It's just a big baseball bat, honestly. That really is what it is. Probably a lot heavier, but yeah, yeah, that's how you do it, man. I'll have to make a, a you, version two. You have to reinforce blade. the part where it, uh, it swings. Out. It swings out so because it looked like that one was old, so it might break at any moment. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe it would take a few hundred tries, but it, the the mechanism I used for it worked. Yeah, it worked. You, it was a good you idea. Couldn't use it like maybe a couple swings or a couple. It was hits good and though. It would fall yeah. apart. But it was really I made good. a smaller one that was like a single handed version. Okay, but it suffered from the same problem. The springs were a bit too strong for it, and it needed that to flip up the blade yeah but enough times of opening it it actually started to deform the, the uh, hinges so that's i just, would use a different you know, mechanism yeah. probably a that's just spring out trial and error at that point but yeah that first was that one you gave us that was that mm-hmm. the first one that was the first one I'd that made. was a really do you still have that that's a good I thing i got that's it hanging really on cool. the wall in the shop that's amazing like, oh it you looks got, cool you gotta show people that. i i tried to tell people about that very few people know about it it's, it's so cool it's it's interesting that's really cool so I remember I showed it to my grandfather, and he was like, "Oh, oh. it's really <laughs> good." That? Well, you could <laughs> honestly get some, start doing some blueprints for different made weapons. Well, you can come up with your own concepts. See, and we're hoping to to not move out to the country, to but to uh, if you move out of the country, piece. you pop off with that. Yeah, yeah, but like we're we're hoping to make a big shop out there and get some more tools. And Dude, I think if if I learned CAD and got like a three D printer or even like a uh, automatic CNC machine or something then I could start making more yeah. refined things yeah because I'm, I'm kind of limited to hand tools and then some power tools at the moment I mean yeah you're in the middle of like, we're kind of in the city yeah this well is... our, our shop is decent it's, it's pretty big for a shop in the city but yeah. well one we've filled it up with junk so it's like <laughs> you can't get to half the tools in yeah there. and then the other half is just like I don't go and get proper materials, so I just have to scab together what I've got, and it's yeah. never the best solution. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to try and do, is try and get into all those weapons and try and... I mean, I'm sure I can't master them without, you know, doing classes. Yeah, you, need, that would to, be, you need to be trained by professionals. And you probably. have to do, like, classes for each individual weapon. It's a lot of money that I don't have, and a lot yeah. of time that I don't really have to that is throw to the that. side. So, See if you got into like a mixed martial arts type class, I don't, you could I mean, count I that as your exercise as well as your training. So you wouldn't have to necessarily. Yeah, but go it's to just like gym. I work, especially now. Like, like I just work so much. Yeah. And then I'm like tired at the end of the day, so even it's like I don't really want to do that. Right. I mean, I'm sure I could find basic trainings on like YouTube and such. Yeah. And I'm sure and I can figure you, out some things on my own. You just own. have to be really, really. Uh, what do you call it? 
dedicated. Yeah. And focus. you have to do it right. The biggest thing about training and self-training, yeah, consistency, consistency. and then it's hard. It's easier to be trained by somebody because they can watch you. Yeah. But if you're training yourself, you have to be very careful to do yeah, it you correctly don't every time. Yeah, but that's that's. I agree with you, but at the same time, maybe I could like do things differently from what everybody else is taught. You could figure out other ways around things, but then that would you wouldn't know if it was effective unless you trained against somebody else. I so can get like one of those. Maybe you could train yourself and you then can get go one find of those. Um, they have those things. Those like big dummies that are like. Mm-hmm. Not foam, but the like plastic the foam stuff. The, yeah, that people use people use that for crossbows and such. Mm-hmm. I could do that with a, a weapon. Yeah, see if it actually yeah, does enough slicing. A lot of people will um, they'll they'll just get a log. Yeah, a log would be good. In a, a, a concrete base, so you get like a big pot or something filled yeah. with concrete, sink the log into it, and then you you just get a dulled sword or whatever. Uh, and a scream just whack and away whack and yeah and you can you can put tape around it and this is a simple target you can put tape around it in the spots that would be like your yeah uh, sensitive areas like the temples and the, i need them i need to really memorize those cause, yeah so but there's, there's like shoot uh for i used to do a lot of self-training for a scream of sticks that was my favorite uh, i had a backpack that had a slot in it so i could stick one over my shoulder all that. the time and so I would sit there, and I'd do that kind of stuff. I'd, yeah. I'd pick out a tree, and I would imagine where are the vital zones, and then you could just learn how to yeah. attack that. So, yeah, you could do it on your own, but I can okay. guarantee you, if you fight somebody that has even an inkling of training, you're, you're going to get beat to a pulp. <laughs> we'll see. I know I would. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not obviously good at it now. The I'd say out of everything I have, I don't have like just a, you know, like a raw like base stick staff. But mm. I'm decent with moving it around. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, That's I don't know hit points really that well or anything else. I could show you a little bit, but again, my my training was all done a long time ago. Did you do, like, karate as a kid or whatever? Yeah, that was that was my exercise as a kid. Yeah. Um, and they did a little bit of training with us, so that's how we did the this. Uh, they didn't do so much a scream mistake, but they did the nunchucks. Yeah. They did the sides, which are those things that look like real skinny daggers, but they've got the two little... Yeah, the Raphael yeah, yeah. weapons. Um, gosh, what else did they do? They did bow staffs, but we that was in the advanced class above us, and I I dropped out before we got to that. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that was... Mm-hmm. But we did more than anything. We did, like, the, the grappling and uh, fist fighting. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, that's... It's fascinating stuff, and it's really... I would encourage anybody to get into some sort of self-defense just so you have the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I took karate, and then I, like, dropped out, like, the second day. Yeah. So I never really... I didn't really do karate. It's amazing how much the stuff will stick with you, because I don't remember any of the katas, which are the, the practiced forms yeah. that you do. So you, you have, like, a bunch of moves in order, and they would grade you on how well you performed all those moves. Yeah, they're fighting styles, aren't they? Yeah, essentially. Like the crane or something. It was kind of like, like that. Like Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> it's like they weren't separate styles. They were all American-style karate, but they they reinforced different techniques within that yeah. broader genre. So it's like, yeah, this one focused on kicking, and then this one focused on kicking and blocking, and then the next one was punching and leg blocking. So it was like it was that kind of stuff. So I don't really yeah. remember any of those katas, but it's amazing how much just the uh, the the I guess you'd call it neural training. It's like if somebody 
swings something at me now, it's like my hand goes up immediately. I'm not even thinking about it. I don't always get there in time. But yeah. It's still the reaction time is improved. Yeah. Don't know. That's something. Yeah. That's definitely something I need to do. I, I would a, be proud if you'd do it because I think you'd everybody benefits from it. I definitely don't think I could like learn enough out of all the weapons to get good enough with them. So yeah, I probably you might find on, like, one that you really, three. really like, and then you could just spend all your time on that. Yeah. It's one thing to be able to use a lot of them, but to be able to use one really well, that's really what most people are after. Yeah. That one go-to. Yeah. That's why I like the Escrima so much, because swords, to me, were too long and cumbersome. But that one, you could do a lot with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I've been trying to been... I've been looking for this weapon, and I don't know what it's called. I don't even know... I know it's like a weapon. I don't know if it's a real weapon or just for practice. It's like a, it's like a, a stick. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the practice. It's like a stick, but it, it goes down the side of your arm, and it, you there's a handle that comes oh, yeah. inside, and you can use it to flip it out or block. That's a garbage club. I want to get one of those. Yeah. Yeah, those are real weapons. So, that I like those a lot. Those yeah. are probably one of the most interesting to me that I would like to get. Yeah, those are. I, I've never done much with those, but they are effective. It's essentially an escrima stick with a side handle because you yeah. can spin them really yeah. easily, and then you can because I think punch for blocking, yeah, and you yeah. do bunching, or you can make it just like a short sword ish. Yeah, and that would be really good for blocking. Yeah, you can block really well with your forearm, but there's only so much. Because I would I want take. two. If you have two of them, be really be effective. Really, yeah, spin them around. <laughs> just spin them around, just nonstop. <laughs> no, yeah, that'd be sick. Or. uh what is it? I want to get one of those. Um, I forgot what they're called, but they had the their little wooden handles and their their chain, and it has the ball with spikes on the end. Yeah, so that's a flail. Flail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are like medieval weapons. Yeah, those are cool. I you wouldn't see too many people using them now, but I think well, no. they're effective. They're yeah, good. if I could get good enough, but those are similar to nunchucks a in bit. a sense because it's got the whole you just spinning stick them and your arm. That, that would yeah, hurt a little bit, it, uh, but not that fast. Yeah. But, no, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all these weapons I could get. Yeah. But. I, I had a book as a kid that had all those different weapons in it, and I would pour over it and go, man, it would be cool to have. I always wanted a um, a pata, which is like the, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's like the gauntlet that had the knife on it. Is it, it was like, like a metal gauntlet I know that you, had the knife coming right out of the Okay, the it's like the Wolverine Claws, right? Kind of, but it's the, the medieval variant, okay. essentially. Because I've seen those that are like the Wolverine Claws. I've seen ones that come around the side. Each side yeah. and one goes over the metal, and you hold it. So Yeah, so like they got those. stuff that's similar. I think the one I'm thinking of was like a, uh, a Middle Eastern weapon. Okay. But, and then they had one that was the Scissor Pata, and that, that one's... It's dumb because it was more of a tourist attraction because it's the same thing. It's got the big broad knife on it, but if you squeezed the handguard on it, then the, it would split apart into three groups. Mm. And people were like really enamored with that, but it doesn't do anything. That'd be good for blocking. So it like if a sword be. came down, you could block it? There, I think, depending the, on how the effective theory is that, yes, that would be effective. The, the biggest problem was the weapons it would be blocking against, which is the Tolwar. It's a broad, it's like a saber. Okay. Uh, it would just break those side things yeah, off. Yeah, you would have probably have to make them pretty strong for them to be effective. But yeah, there's there's a thing called a tri-bladed dagger uh, that they used, like in the Italian Renaissance when they would do uh, saber and and fencing duels, and that was effective because you'd have your your 
fencing foil in one hand, and then yeah. you'd have the tri-bladed dagger. It was a similar spring-loaded three-piece dagger, but then you could spring that out and catch the opponent's foil, and those swords were light enough that it wouldn't absolutely destroy your dagger. That's not bad. But you could catch it and then twist that dagger, and it would capture their blade yeah. in the dagger, and then you could just go to town with them. Of course, most people would have the similar dagger, so you'd just be sit there and, and deadlock. You both captured your swords, and there you go. But you know that was kind of that was the time. That's what, that's what I need to get into. Yeah, I got to do a bunch of that. I need to get some like books like that too. Yeah, like different weaponry and how to use them. But yeah, you can you can find all those. It's just you can't really distill the techniques from a lot of those books. They, they'll show like this is how you'd strike and that. But you really have to feel it and, and be thought yeah. and have somebody coach you how to do it. Yeah. I don't know. They don't really... I don't think they have too many training places here more than... I'm sure there's got to be. There's got to be. I mean, there's... there's more there's training for, like, guns them. here. Yeah, there's lots of training for guns. But. Yeah. And I don't really think I need training with guns because I don't have an interest. Right. But, I would I would get into sword fighting because I've always had an interest. Um, so if we find a spot... I'll be your like sword a fighting. To train you can yeah. do in the backyard. We got to yeah, but I mean to to be trained by oh, a professional. Okay, yeah, might be able to find one. I thought Maybe. I'd heard about like a a German longsword club a while back. And those are cool because it's all an overhead fighting style. Ooh! So you get the longswords, and most people are familiar with like the popularized like knight fighting. You know, yeah. You get the, the sword and shield, but the longswords, all of the techniques are based from like an overhead so you get both your hands over your head and the sword is back above you yeah and then all the the blocking and the attacking come from that position yeah so it's it's an interesting yeah style but depending on how heavy it is i don't know if i can move it fast enough well and see that's where the training comes in yeah the, the more you use it the faster you'll be and you get used to the weight over time yeah it'd be it'd be interesting like a perfect example of that is in my surveying job we have to set iron pins for the corners of lots and properties and everything and the thing we use to set them is a giant four pound sledgehammer it's it's a single handed hammer I mean they're pretty common but when you first start the thing it's like you can hardly pick it up but I've I've done it for so long now that you know you can swing that thing all day long and it won't wear you out yeah and that's the same thing for swords and whatnot. It's perfect. A perfect sword to body ratio. It's supposed to be like an extension of your arm. You're supposed to not even feel the weight, essentially. And that just comes from training. Yeah. Which I don't have. Right. Neither of us have. We could flail around and look good, but (laughs) we probably couldn't do much damage. Yeah. There's a there's one weapon, and it is weird. It's like a Japanese weapon. I don't know what it's called, but I was looking at it and it looked super cool. And it just it's curved. Mm-hmm. And it has two handles on the inside, and it has like oh, another yeah. curve, and like the edges and stuff is like a kind of like a blade. Mm-hmm. So you hold it, and it's like just round. Yeah, block it. I don't know what that's called. I don't know what it's called. What but I was looking about. at it. I was like, I'm gonna have to get one of those. That's all right. That so, one will go over your mantle. Yes. So that that's interesting. Yeah, that's my game plan for life. That's good. So that's a good thing to get into. So, I mean, any sort of defensive art because. Shoot, if you learn sword fighting or something and somebody attacks you, you can always pick up a broomstick or something and use the same that broomstick style. Break. Probably. But <laughs> that broomstick you'll be able to get in a hit break. or two. Yeah, that's true. But 
there's this one weapon and my dad has it and it's from africa and it's just I don't know, it's like a, a knee it's like break your knees and it's just it's a, a like a wooden stick stick probably like two feet long and it has just a ball of wood mm. in it yeah i've kinda, seen that kind of not sharp but kind of pointy at the edge mm-hmm. and it's used for like breaking kneecap Ooh, you get enough power on that that will break your knee yeah i'm sure she sure will it is it's insane though wow and it feels like it's not too heavy either it's just the ball where it's all the weight is yeah that's so. that's a good principle that's same same thing as a hammer you know it's yeah like you just gotta compensate for that additional weight and if it's wood it's not so bad yeah so i had a, a thing that i made when i was young and into the, the scream of fighting that i don't know where it is at the moment but it's a it's essentially like a, a stick that you hit people with but it's yeah. it's got an offset handle it was it was like very iconic for me at the time I, i'd have to draw you a picture of it i guess we have the ability to draw oh a are you gonna draw it on the, yeah, on the, like, it was, the thinking pad it was not very long i think it just curved at the end right yeah so it, it curved over at the top it came down like this oh but it was from a scrap piece of ipad you know what that that reminds me of so it had two holes in it just randomly holes were those holes for handles or were they just kind of it wasn't intended for handles because i think it was maybe it was for like yeah or did you did you use it for handles or did you use it as more for like how you move it around and how it flows through the air yeah i used the one that was lower so there was one as a second as a second handle yeah. Okay. So you know what that reminds me of? Okay, without the holes, it just very... Do you know what a, a cricket bat looks yeah. like? Yeah. It looks similar to that, but obviously a little off. But Yeah, that was... Uh, definitely looks like a cricket bat. I, I'm going to have to find wherever that is, because that was my favorite thing. I got really good at hitting things with it. So it's made <laughs> out of metal? It's say? made out of uh, ipe, which is what? Brazilian walnut. It's ultra dense wood. Okay. It's it's usually used for high end decking over here because it's very weather resistant. Like okay. you can throw it outside and it won't rot. Yeah. So you sure you didn't just like lose it or throw it away or something? I don't think I threw it away, but maybe it's in, in your shed in house, your workshop. You know? It could be <laughs> I, lost in the abyss. Probably is in there somewhere. <laughs> I have a feeling it's behind my bookcase. But your bookcase? Yeah. My bookshelf. <laughs> Why would it be back there? I used to prop everything up against this bookshelf. And in the past, things would fall behind fall it, it, so it, oh. it might be back there. Maybe. If I find it, I'll bring it to show you. Yeah. It's it's not... The, I, if I had to remake it, I would move that offset to the middle. Because it's good for, for having... I'll put in a second... Offset. A second... Uh, you... No, wait, would, what do you mean? I would remake it so that it more looks like a cricket bat, essentially. So it comes down okay i mean it doesn't really matter i think it's fine it I th- makes a remarkable difference in how it feels well yeah but once you get decent with it then you should yeah. get comfortable with the movement and all that well that, i'll have I mean, to get you to to feel it if i find it because it, it is yeah. it can become unwieldy especially if you get length on it and then weight yeah it, it changes definitely. how you hold you it. need to have the handles long enough for like two hands mm-hmm. or yeah i think my favorite growing up was always a, a hand and a half sword because you could swing it one-handed, but you could also put your hand around the pommel yeah, and then use it two-handed if you wanted to. So it gave you versatility. Yeah, I would still not use those one-handed. Yeah. Because hand and a half were a little bit longer than a short sword. So you had 
a little bit more reach, but you also had a little bit more weight to compensate on the handle. So it was a really good, yeah. very balanced. I mean, you could make it so that there's not even the handle and you transform the holes. Like, you get rid of the handle completely and you just transform the holes into some like, like handles. Yeah. But you can handle it on either side. Assuming it's wood, you're probably not going to sharpen it. Yeah. So you could do either side and use it as blocking. Yeah. And then make it one-handed, like a bat almost, too. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I need to go back and explore that. Yeah, I've been looking for iPay ever since, but it's very hard to get a hold of yeah. outside of like bulk, and it's expensive. Well, even if you got a bulk, then you would have to craft it yourself. Right. So that would be one day. One day. One we'll, day. We'll be making our own weapons. <laughs> that would that would be something cool to like come up with new ideas for handmade weapons. Yeah, it's one thing to come up with ideas, but it's another to make something that's actually effective. Yeah, but, but I mean, once if we you, did that, that'd be cool. I'm sure we could focus on a single idea and then perfect it. And then nobody would know the styles for that weapon other than us. That's true. That would be so cool. That'd be cool. The secret fighting style. <laughs> of the pokey stick. That's a pokey stick. <laughs> just, poke people. Yeah, you put a taser on the end of a stick. Just <laughs> tase people. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Dude, oh yeah, I was, I was looking and I was watching this movie. And I was telling my brother about it, but... I was watching a movie, and there was this guy. It was some comedy movie, but either way, it was a gun, but it was a pin. So you just press it once, and it looks like a pin, but it shoots up one bullet. Yeah. I keep hitting the mic. But that's, that's a sip gun. <laughs> that's It looked cool. I was like, dang, I wouldn't mind having one of those. There's a, a type of gun out there called a stinger pin gun, and it's similar to that. Yeah. Legally, you cannot have a gun that all the firing pin and... and uh, trigger mechanism be in line like that because yeah. it's way too easy to conceal but they have one that's like that and you just pull it apart and bend it down it makes a little handle yeah so it starts out then okay but then you bend it down and it ends up forming a handle and the trigger drops down okay but it's about as thin and as long as a pen that would be yeah because I was looking at those I was finding just these random like like old old weapons like guns mm-hmm. and there's just these makeshift people that were making makeshift guns that was like insane i was like i don't that's know where really you guys are these because i was really looking hard. at the pin guns mm-hmm. and you can't i can't find them legitimately oh, uh, yeah. other than i found a video like kind of how to make one but i yeah. i didn't really need that because i don't plan on making one at the moment but no i just went down this like rabbit hole of all these weapons so all these makeshift guns and mm-hmm. such yeah, it's, so, it's a cool thing like a pipe gun and such yeah, there's been lots of people that, that have uh, figured out some very interesting techniques on making homemade guns. Yeah. And it's like, you'll get in a lot of trouble if you ever make one, but, you know, just for fun, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Keep one in your house. Mm-hmm. Don't got to take just it out. Just look at it. Yeah, you don't even have to shoot it. Just, Somebody comes in, fun. boom, then no rule against it. <laughs> self-defense. Yeah, see, that's where you get in trouble, because if you <laughs> used it for self-defense, then they'd want to see who you shot the person with. Yeah. And it's like... Oh, oh, oh! Well, I hit a the body. zip gun, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're coming with us too. You getting a, like, a potato gun too? Ooh, yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Kill somebody with a potato gun. Ooh. You, if you could get that thing to fire fast enough, <laughs> just like rapid blow a fire. hole. Up, 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 up. Rapid fire. I don't. You can only fit like one <laughs> potato in there at a time. We got. We got to become engineers so we can. Or make you could put the little like uh, what do you call it? Um, the mag on the top and fill it with potatoes. So every time it shoots one, it falls into place. You shoot them. Yeah. Or like that would a, be the rapid a fire. A potato revolver, so you've already pressed them into the little spot, and you just rotate it. 
That's what up with hairspray and go again. Hell yeah. That's what we do. A no, flamethrower. Yes, that's what I want to get to. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, once nice. we find a source of legal naphtha, then we're set. There we go. <laughs> well, you can make a flamethrower with uh, like a lighter and like hairspray or something. Yeah, you can. I don't know. Is, is that effective, do you know? Like, does it probably actually? Not. I mean, you could you can singe somebody's hair off and probably burn them. I mean, if you easily. get close enough, you could probably. I'm just I'm wondering if it actually lights it. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. It does. Yeah. Try that we, uh, <laughs> one time at scout camp, um, somebody sprayed my friend Nathaniel with a bunch of axe body spray and then, like, lit it while he was spraying and it caught his whole arm on fire. Ooh. Of course, Nathaniel, you can't, you can't hurt him. So all it did was burn his hair off, but it's like... It's indestructible. <laughs> like, that's what I knew. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's, uh... We've got a lot to discuss. A lot, a lot to discuss <laughs> off podcast That's edition. Right. <laughs> so, welcome to the after podcast. We're yeah. not recording. We just now hit the one hour mark. All right, perfect. That's excellent. Excellent timing. <laughs> and now it's kind of dark out. Yeah, so. it certainly is. But, but what are you gonna do? I don't know. Turn so, back time. Turn back time. Get back some more light. <laughs> Get some more light. I turn another light on. This is true, yeah. Artificial light. Artificial light. Yeah, Until we can figure out how to capture the sun. That's right. That'll be our next project. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, anything left? Any stuff? Uh, nothing else that I can think of except bowing. Bowing. To each and every one of you. Yeah. Bowing to all. And to all a good bowing. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, I guess we'll catch y'all later. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for checking us out. We'll talk to y'all next week. Yep. Peace. See ya.